What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Welcome to the 264th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk. And with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink Adonis. Wink, what's going on? Oh, not much. Had a week off last week. Kind of nice, not hey, gonna lie. Um, so did I. Yeah, how was your vacation, dude? Oh, man. I'll, I'm telling Mediocre? You. I don't... If I, if I could live in the Caribbean, I would never leave. That place is amazing. Yeah, I can imagine. I probably wouldn't either because that's... I saw some pictures. Gotta say, looked all right. It looked that's all a, right. I was looking it up online and uh, Trunk Bay, which was the last beach we went to, is in the top 10, in a lot of top 10 lists as one of the best beaches in the world. And I had no idea. I only knew after we were there. What was the name of it? So it's called Trunk Bay. Trunk, Trunk Bay. Bay. I'm gonna have to look up that. Yeah, you know, that place was amazing. Like the water was Holy clear hell. for that I was at about pretty. 200 yards. It's it's it was cool. So Ooh. I had a lot of fun. Uh, you can tell I'm not much more tanned, but if if I were to put my face closer to the screen, you would see. Or if I took off my shirt, which I'm not going to do. I don't tan, but holy crap, this whole upper section of my body is covered in freckles again. Nice. Because that's what the sun does to me. Cover me in freckles. And I think you could kind of see them on my head. But man, that Caribbean sun covered me in freckles. I feel like I'm 16 again. When I used to be swimming all the time and just covered in freckles. Very nice. Crazy. Sounds sounds pretty exciting. I'm I'm jelly. It was a good time. I had a lot of fun. So well, that's good. Glad to hear. Really Glad good. you made it back safe and sound. Um. So I was supposed to talk to you about about this before the podcast. We're gonna figure this out on the stream. Kind of need to announce something this week. Um. Decided to do a blue giveaway for this month, in which we let you guys. Basically, whoever gets closest on our uh, on Baby Wink due date is going to win a blue oh, prize. Yes. Now, here's the thing that we need to figure out. Probably need to create a Discord channel where people can go submit their guesses. Um, put a poll. Just make a poll and post it on our Twitter. Poll's and our, a pretty good uh, idea. Make it require an email. 
and uh, one-time entry, and we can sort through them. I like that. Or Make it easy. Everyone can be involved, not just Discord, then. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, so i got to do that soon, then. Here's, When's the due date? When's the, the, like... The due date is the 24th. So here's the question. All right. I feel like time has to be involved with this giveaway. I agree, since we're so close. And date has to be involved, both. So, like... Is it, is it, what do we care more about? Them getting the date right or being close on the time? Like if somebody picks 10 a.m. and it's 9.50, but they're two days off and someone else was like 10 p.m. on the right day, who's more correct? How do we sort through that? I would say the closest time-wise. Closest time-wise? I would say, if let's say you got they were born at like 1 a.m. Okay. And someone said... 11 p.m. the night before and then someone says 6 a.m. of the actual day i would still think that the person even though the day was wrong being that close in time that's a pretty good guess. right okay um i think that's solid so date and time and we'll go with whoever is actually closest Sounds good to me. Big Deal says the 24th is a Sunday. Rodgers will probably throw four interceptions that day. Uh, if if mm. if Wink's daughter was the curse to the Green Bay Packers, that would be the best day of my life. I, I'm sure it would be. <laughs> I'm sure it would be. Yeah. Um, let's hope that's not the case. Like, I, I love her so much already. <laughs> um, so we'll put that poll in the show notes for this podcast episode. We'll also post up on Discord. And, uh, and yeah, give us your best guesses. Um, so that's something that's obviously happening this month. Very exciting month. Going to be wild. Um, so I feel like there was one other thing we had to discuss. I cannot recall what it was. Bueller, any ideas? (laughs) No. No. We have to discuss something? Um, I, I thought there was uh, like something intro-y that we had to talk about. No. Probably. All right. But we're like, I'm a goldfish. We already, you are a we goldfish. That, That's so. true. That's true. Um, so, yeah. I forgot till you mentioned it that I went on vacation. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, all right. So, vacation giveaway. I think that's it. I think we might as well just jump into the main topic. Or first topic. All right. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Oh, so uh, I have something. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Elon, what does that mean? I have 19K Zeta. Oh, never mind. I understand now. I thought you were talking about in-game, not the, uh, now I know it's the chat uh, currency. Oh. But I was like, how in the hell do you get to 19,000 Zetas? Put them on every character now. Nice. All right. Anyway, sorry. Um, Go ahead. I was, fl- I was flabbergasted. So uh, we did this, um, what do they call it? Baby Olympics thing. It's, it's a thing all of our friends do. You may have seen it on Facebook, but we do like really just... Where you lick the diaper and figure out what kind of chocolate is chocolate is that type of thing? yeah that that type of thing <laughs> and uh, 
So our friends who are running it got one of these things. And I'm going to have to start using this on the podcast. Is that a buzzer? No. So whenever Dan says something stupid, you might hear a... In the future. If there's a red button, Wink's got to push it. Absolutely. Yes. I'm very (laughs) excited about this. So... Uh, (laughs) I can tell. (laughs) Um, All right. I'm going to get a headache every podcast. Yeah, probably. Um, (laughs) My weekend swugga, man, I don't, it's been like two weeks of stuff. So uh, I'm trying to think of the names. All right. So I've got Wrecker. I've got Echo. Echo is four shards away from being seven star. Wrecker is gear 12. He's got his finisher and one other uh, gear 12 left side piece. And then we've also got um, Echo, gear 11, ready to go to gear 12. And then I've got my Tuscan Raider, who is at Tuscan Raider gear 11. And those are the only three characters that I lack for um, child murdering Lord Vader. Uh, so that means I have wrapped up, let's see, Hunter, uh, Embo, Zam, and I think Newt since the last podcast. I can't remember exactly where I was on that, but those three are the only ones that I have remaining at this point. So I'm getting super, super close to Lord Vader. Um, yep, just... Gotta finish a little bit more gear. I think by the time I get them geared to gear 13, I should have the relic material to take them up to R5, which is as far as they need to go. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping just a couple more weeks. Um, we'll see what arrives first. My Lord Vader or my baby Wink. Never know. We'll see. <laughs> we shall see. Uh, other than that, yeah, not 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 a whole lot um other than just farming collecting stuff and uh sounds familiar uh, i i went and remodded a a squad that i recently found that i kind of like it is uh it's my new separatist squad that i'm using newt magna guard django dooku and watt tambor uh that squad is an absolute hoss isn't that the one isn't that the one that a lot often shows up in uh, Conquest? I feel like I've seen that. Uh, I don't know if I've seen it in Conquest. Uh, I don't know if I've seen it in Conquest or not. But it is... It's. It can be very annoying, so... Um, I, I kind of remodded that squad a little bit, put some better mods on it, since I've actually kind of started using it as a kind of primary defense squad. So... Uh, just... Sh- a little bit of mod shuffling. Nothing too crazy. Uh, I'm working on perfecting Rebels the uh, Executor. I feel like I'm getting close. Um, if IG-2000 is one of the starters, piece of cake. I'm good. Uh, seven star, doesn't matter. My Rebels, take it out. The issue is whenever Xandu Blood's a starter, I've, I'm approaching a strategy that I think I will get to be in like 80-90% to roughly. Uh, So I'm going to have to make a video about those two counters to the Executor uh, once I kind of finish testing that entirely and get there uh, 
so that I can explain the exact steps you need to take and when you need to take them and everything. But uh, yeah, Rebels still super freaking good against the Executor. So nice. Yeah. Well, it's it's always good when you can make your favorite meta team stay meta. Now, do you leave them on defense or do you put it? Well, else in? I did the past two days on accident, and <laughs> I only felt like thirteen. So, oh, it's not too bad. The you know they're quite good. So, like, I mean, uh, a lower relic squad, I think I could see maybe having some trouble with it, just because you know once it starts going, it just kind of keeps going. Uh, depending on which version of it I leave in. Uh, usually the guy I have to move runs IG-2000, so it's my uh, Biston Biggs comp that gets left in. Uh, I have to use, actually I have to use a different comp whenever I face Xanadu Blood. Uh, you have to use the Y-Wing as a starter, so just a, just a little bit different, but not, nice. not too shabby. So. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much my entire week. Other than one last thing that I just remembered as I was saying that. I did get the red box. So, for Conquest. Nice. Indeed. I got the third to last box. Not the second to last, but the third one. Okay. That's pretty Which good. Which I somehow managed to do while not playing on vacation. So, I wow. feel good about that. Wow, nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm figure, slowly figuring out... It's kind of sucks that rewards are the, uh, the the goat here to my figuring it out over time. But I'm slowly figuring out what I want to do in every area to make it uh, work for me. The only uh, the only wrench in that spoke is always do you get data cards? And I'll tell you this much: I've gotten two conquests now with the updates and have not seen a purple data disc, not even once. Really. Not a joke. Have not seen a purple data disc the entire two conquests. Uh, so I've got booming voice both of the last two conquests, and let me tell you, that makes so many of those feats just stupid easy. I mean, it's just it's bonkers. It is the best. The w- it is the best disc for conquest, in my opinion. And frankly, I don't think it's close. Is that booming voice? Yes. I assume that's one they said. Yeah. Yep. I know you hear you talk about it all the time, so it's yeah. It's I'd awesome. love to have it, or but, or I should uh, say, booming I'm voice. Bo- That's how I'm. Sorry, I'm, I'm finishing. I'm finishing bosses, getting the data discs behind bosses, and having white data discs. It's like what? Ah, uh, that's not good. I remember the first two conquests is after I beat a sector boss, almost every time there was a purple in there. Yeah, I had multiple purples sometimes for you to pick between. I have not seen a freaking one. I don't know what I do. It's like I'm the Lions and you're the Packers. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I get I get the crap. Well, and, well, the the reason the Packers have so much success is because they prepare, they come out, they're they're efficient right out of the gate. They don't piddle around, so that that stuff matters, man. It helps, dude. That is a very if Stafford was still on the team, that is a very accurate statement. <laughs> because Stafford was the comeback king. Yes. Because they never played first halves. And so uh, for me in this game, I'm like, oh, shit, there's three days left. I better get on the horse. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. It's, it's a good analogy. So, <laughs> uh, so I know you're kind of 
really pushing to get a decent box because you were short on kitty shards. It was. How, how is that saucy kitty? It's Did hilarious you that you mentioned that because I had written down my week in Swaga before the show. And while you were talking, I realized that I completely had left her out of my notes. Forgot what? that I unlocked her. <laughs> Jeez. Um, my cat was Relic 6 on unlock. So I was ready. So I had cat. I, like I got it. cat to Relic 6. The very next day, I got her to Relic 7, and I have not looked back. So hell yeah, um, I'm loving it. So the I got, I got a relic seven, and arena has been way better. I can imagine actually figuring out how to beat teams that I just could not even touch before, at least not with what the team I was using. And so I have been level, I've been ranked twenty three. Because I have not been fighting at my payout time, and I'm finally back in my arena into a spot where everybody in front of me are my friends from my arena shard. So uh, nice. I just kind of am not battling, and my when I'm not fighting at my arena time, right. I'm just kind of I'm just kind of going in and exiting, so I don't knock them out during their payouts and stuff. So, yeah. but it was pretty funny because my arena shard, I get this random message um, from one of the guys in Europe in the middle of the night, right? So it'll be a morning time for them. They're like, hey, I just noticed that you're in the, the top 25. Welcome back. <laughs> so they were all, they're all excited. Good to see you again. And uh, I've been level, I've been ranked 23 for five days now. I don't think I've moved. Nice. So I like what's happening with Cat and the squad. Like so. it, Liking the crystals, huh? Oh, yeah. Give them all. Feed me. Feed me, Seymour. So that was that was the biggest thing, probably. Uh, one thing that's been what like seven, eight months in the making. <laughs> I finally finished Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. So uh, hey, he now has it's about his time. You know, all my Galactic Legends have uh, ultimates now instead of just one out of three. How it was for a while. Well, it wasn't a while. I unlocked Kenobi and got it within a week because of saving. The ultimate mats from uh, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker's event. So that worked out pretty well. But now they are all done. I don't even have anything to think about with uh, the light side, dark side, what I need to farm. I can just farm whatever I want, which is apparently all light side still because of all these farms that I'm doing. So Nice. Um, yeah. But soon, this goes into the next thing. Soon I won't have to farm Dark Trooper anymore because finally... I'm almost done with them. I'm at 87 out of 100. Hell yeah. Um, And that's the other part to this is I started doing my Imperial Trooper uh, gearing now that Cat is unlocked. I like it. So, Dark Trooper is gear 10, uh, pumping him up as much as I can. Uh, I'll probably stop. I'm going to probably work on the uh, Bounty Hunters to Relic 1 since Relic 1 doesn't take Relic material and then just kind of move them up as I want to going going forward but uh, you mean signal data yeah signal data that's what i meant um but yeah so dark trooper was the first one i started simply because he's in my favorites and i know he's a good character anyway and i believe he will he'll work is just empire as well until i get the troopers so that'll be fine um but yeah so that's he is currently being geared but the problem and this is the problem i had with 
Ahsoka Tano, right? I had all the gear for Ahsoka. Hell yeah. Except for stun guns. What? I had to buy no. two stun guns no. to finish her off when I wanted I don't to. That. So Yeah. Yeah. Stun guns. <laughs> Big friggin' surprise. So we'll talk about that soon. Indeed. Um but yeah. So I'm stuck on stun guns on getting him to gear 11 right now. I am going to just guess because I haven't even looked forward that there are probably more stun guns in the next one because that's just the way everything is. Yep. So, um, yeah, doing Dark Trooper. I actually i am not even picked a second uh, Imperial Trooper here yet, but it's probably should be Piet. He's awesome. Actually, it should be any of them. I got Veers at 11. I could show it on the stream for everyone that's curious where I'm at with what I am actually doing. So these are my Imperial Troopers. Yeah. Not good. No one at gear 11. So yeah, P- got a little bit of ways to go. But Piet should be your focus because he is the superstar. And he's also a guy that like even until I get uh, the Imperial Troopers up, he can. he's good in just Empire. As far as I know. Insanely good in Empire. So... Him and Vader can there we wreck go. some stuff, and it also knocks out uh, at least one or one wreck for Executor whenever I do start going for that. So yeah, yep, that's true too. Joker says to get all the Galactic Legends unlocked, I need forty four hundred stun gun pieces. Hello, nurse. Good lord, I'm working on getting my Mike Tyson to gear thirteen. I assume that is Dark Trooper. Knockout puncher. Okay. That's pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like I was it. Like what? I what? like it. Beautiful. Um, um Yeah. Sounds so. solid. Uh what about those uh, the assault battle? Are you Yeah, so are, weird. I I don't know when I did this. Must have been the last time around. But I was able to sim all three uh, levels, meaning Yep. I got three star on challenge tier three last time. Oh yeah, so that was nice. That was a nice surprise when it came up because I was like, "All right, tomorrow I'm going to spend some time finishing this event off so I can get my Sims ready." Yep. And then I looked at it, and they could all be simmed. So, Hell hey, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty stoked about that. And I uh, congrats to Joker who said right before stream that he finished the tier three with two relic materials, two relic characters, and three gear elevens. Awesome. Pretty impressive. Love it. Um, Ray Rock says Cryotech is no joke. You are correct on that. Uh, one that thing, too. Every refresh, though, I'm buying them out of the with the JC guild guild token too. Oh, that yeah. Always, I always yep. have a good amount of Kairos because I get so many of eight or fifteen every time. Right? Is it eight fifteen? Yeah, eight or fifteen. So. Uh... Is that what it is? Five, five, ten, or fifteen? Is that what it is? Five? No, I don't remember a ten. I know there's an eight, and I know there's a fifteen, and a four. Four, eight, fifteen. Might be that. I think they're different amounts from the guild store and from the GAC store. I think GAC store is four and eight. Yeah, I think you're right on that. And, and I think then the other, ones... the other ones, I think it's five and fifteen. Well, let me go look in the store if anything's in there. Um, uh, Rock asks if anyone's beat the challenge two 
Night Sister one. I believe I've beat challenge challenge tier two, but I have not three. I don't know of anyone that's beat three. Um, two is insanely just RNG, but um, and insanely difficult. I beat it a long time ago and then quit doing it, but now able to sim it. So that's a freaking relief. Uh, other things. Galactic Galactic challenges. For the longest time, I've just gone in when I could and did some feats and not really worked on them. But I kind of started focusing on those in the last couple of weeks, trying to, my best to get the final packages. And uh, the last four, I've got the, uh, the final package. So nice. that's different for me. So that's nice. That is a great... Great thing for my uh, mod slicing, for sure. So, oh, indeed. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I put this last thing here, but it's Star Wars related, and I did do it in the last two weeks. Um, I downloaded, or I signed up for a year of uh, Marvel Unlimited, the uh, their comic book, their online comic book stuff. Mm. Okay. I read the entire, the current Darth Vader comic series, and holy crap. It is so freaking good. I remember hearing about something that happened in it, but not really understanding it. And if uh, involving Padme, to say, without too much spoilers, and it was, it's good. It like, it like uh, links right after. Um, Did they do the dirty? No, no. Oh, this this is after she's dead. So if she they did, that would be gross. Oh, plus he'd he'd, he'd have to find her body. Which is kind of what he was trying to do, but anyways, that whole arc in that comic mm. was awesome. Uh, they also had the high, Re- the new High Republic comic books, which have characters from the books I've read in them, which made them even more cool to read because there's actually, uh, I'm a visual guy, so now I can when they say in the in Audible like what species these Jedi are, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll look that up sometime. But you can't unless it's one I know. I don't know what they look like. But having the comic book kind of show you what these uh, High Republic Jedi look like that I've heard their names a hundred times was pretty mm. cool. So I'm currently reading the, or about to start the Bounty Hunters, War of the Bounty Hunters, it's called, series. And I think that's 16 comics. Interesting. It's be good. They got some good, they have some good Star Wars stuff on that, uh, on that app. Very nice. So anyways... That's what I've been doing. Well, I have a far more interesting question to ask you. No. Hey, boys. It's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. You first. All right. Well, I will show you exactly what I'm drinking currently. Hopefully the filter doesn't do anything. Uh, it's backwards, so enjoy reading that. But Kirkland traditional holiday eggnog. I'm feeling in the spirit. I just put up my Halloween blowups in the front yard today. Got my eggnog out. Feeling that fall spirit. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to. God, I'm I'm really gonna have to do something with my life. Some sort of lifestyle change. Something. Because I'm I'm approaching a very bad situation in life. Um, 
Having this, a kid? Th- this is going to be like wink help hour. <laughs> it's a combination of things. It's a combination of I'm about to have a child. I'm about to be mostly off work for a little while. It's about to be holiday season. And there's about to be eggnog at the store. I don't know how I'm not going to gain like 20 pounds by just plowing through eggnog. All day, every day. It's... Yeah. I love the eggnog, man. It's just... It's so freaking good. I can't wait. I have not got the Costco eggnog stuff that you're drinking yet. Uh, We probably need to go tomorrow, and I'm going to check it out then. And... And we'll see. But, um... I want to report when you taste it. I I was not planning on drinking tonight. But I'm like, you know what? I got the eggnog in the fridge. I'll just go get that. And now I'm like, poor, poor, poor. Yeah. So freaking that's, good. That's the way it goes. Um, no. I am drinking uh, the Kirkland's Margarita. Um, not drinking a Dude, lot I, tonight because I got to work tomorrow. But um, this stuff is absolutely delicious. I love it. Can I tell you a vacation story? I got, I went, we went to a Mexican food place. Um, it was more of a tapas place, but they had a margaritas, and I ordered one, just a traditional margarita. Okay, I drank it and was having f- very bad flashbacks to the night we did the uh, the Patreon. Oh no! Episode. Like some PT I, margarita PTSD. I, I almost didn't make it through it. I I just kept thinking about how disgusting I felt that next day, and I'm like, I don't want to feel like that tomorrow. Nice. <laughs> It was bad. It was every sip was like flashbacks to me sleeping on the floor in the office. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's 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 not good. That's uh Yeah. Yeah. I I have a uh I had a bad night in college where I still cannot smell cinnamon alcohol. Like oh, God. nice. It was a bad night with aftershock and l- like whenever people do like that cinnamon jack or whatever that other fireball fireball no <laughs> can't do it like isn't that crazy how that happens you're like uh, no, not just happening. sniffing it i will throw up it's it's horrible i i can't do it <laughs> that kind of um for a while there i drank so much when i was in the navy i drank so much casadoras that every time i smelled tequila I just couldn't. Yeah. It was bad. Mm. Never been that way with tequila. And I've played tequila pong before. So I have very high tolerance Dude, for that. This That reminds me of the last time I had the margarita. Um, every time I smelled the margarita, did that. We played margarita pong at my friend's house. And oh, yeah. We played like 10 games of it. In, oh, yeah. It was bad. That was just terrible. That'll make for a really great hangover. Uh, it was. I think I hared the hair of the dog did, so I was okay the next day. Oh but. yeah. Well, after not like that, you have to. You don't really have a choice. It's either be hungover or be back to being drunk <laughs> and wean yourself off throughout the day. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just slow it down. Yep. Yep. It's like not stopping on the brakes, which is pumping them. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good way. It's a good way of putting it. Oh, uh, no, Rye Rock. No, no hot damn. Nope. Mm-mm. Can't do it. 
Like, and I am not joking. I can't even sniff it. Like, if if I sniff it, whatever I ate last is coming back up. It's 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 bad. <laughs> That's okay. what being an idiot will do to you. <laughs> it happens to yeah. the best of us. All right, so I have a really good sounder for this next topic. All right, back on topic. We're talking about roadhead. A roadhead. Sorry. We're talking about Roadhead, really? Roadhead. That's my favorite sounder. Meep, meep. It's pretty good. Let's go. It's pretty good. I love it. All right, we can get. We can keep going. Wookie is here. Hey, welcome. <laughs> um, peppermint canned cane. There's a, he said cinnamon, not peppermint. Yeah, I can do. I can. I what can do I, what am I missing here, Ray Rock? I can do, I can do peppermint candy cane, and, and that's yeah. that's the other thing. I love cinnamon. I love cinnamon. I'll put cinnamon in my coffee. Um, I, I mean, I'll put it in my hair after a rough day. Like, what do you think holds it up, Slick? You know, um, <laughs> please tell me you got that reference. Uh, like, I love cinnamon. I just can't do cinnamon flavored alcohol. So, see, when you said it, I started thinking of. Uh... What's that Ben Stiller movie with uh, Cameron Diaz? Is that hair gel? Oh, Zoolander? Is, is that, that what no, it is? I don't think it's Zoolander. Who in chat? Someone in chat help me out. Did you get my uh, reference? Something about Mary, that's it, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Did I get your reference? I, uh, to be honest, I was my phone went off and I was looking at it and I didn't hear it. Wedding so I just Crashers. Went, yeah. I love Wedding Crashers. Amazing movie, absolutely. What, what, what is? Want to be? Want to play tickle sticks? Tummy sticks. <laughs> Tommy sticks. That's what it yeah. was. Oh lord. Uh, well, that's such a good movie. It, it oh, is. It's, it's amazing. It's so good. Um. All right. So onto this. So, onto the state of the galaxy. Oh, sorry, Gear Lexi. Ah, yes. With, state of the Gear Lexi. Is that one of their worst puns ever there, by the way? It's pretty bad. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I'm going to be a great dad. <laughs> I'm flabbergasted. I don't even know what to say, only because I make so many dad puns in our our Twitch stuff that you're like, that's terrible. And I'm like, this one's bad. And you're like, I love it. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only person who liked it, but yeah, oh well, what can you do? All right, so didn't expect this to pop up on vacation, but it did. Yep. So, it all right, cool. You're getting it a week late. Sorry about that, but uh, you're not missing too much. Half of it hasn't even been implemented. So, um, territory war changes. When I first read this, I thought to myself, here we go. Me and Wink talked about some changes we'd love to see to the game that make it better for us a few weeks ago. And I was really open for some of the ones I was thinking of. These were not them. Um, but I don't think they're terrible. Now, Relic 9, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But I don't think that the changes they made were terrible. I just don't think it did anything for me to change how mundane it can be it made me far more interested 
here's okay so before i go into why i do like it we'll just uh we'll just talk about the changes um so there's new divisions and i got them on i got that little thing they made here to show on the screen all right there it is so there's new divisions they added what was eight new divisions basically over 220 million uh every 20 million there's a new division. So 240, 260, 280, 300, 320, 340, 360, and 380. New divisions. Now, what comes okay. with these new divisions is everybody is now getting the same uh, raid gearbox. So basically, win or lose, everybody's getting a raid gearbox. Um, now, where that changes is Division 8 and up, they've added a new core gearbox. Now, I'm going to use that word core gear a lot in the State of the Galaxy. Now, the problem I have with that word is nowhere in the State of the Galaxy did they describe what a piece of core gear is. Can, did I miss it? Like, there is nothing in that State of the Galaxy that tells you what core gear is. I believe core gear is stuff like your favorites, stun guns. I, I I agree. Um, I've, I I kind of assume core gear was the stuff they're adding to challenges, which we'll talk about here in a, in a second as well. But they did not describe this at all. It's all guessing for everyone on what it actually is. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> First order Wookiee with five gifted subs. Thank you, buddy. Oh, yeah, Appreciate thanks. you. You know what? You get a buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bad sound. I was yeah. that's that didn't sound good. Yeah, I was thinking it would be like. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. It's okay. Yeah, um, ignore the buzz on that one. Yeah, it's it's just weird that so much of the state of galaxy talks about core gear and then doesn't describe. It. Yeah, I, I think we get what they're implying, though. Yeah, I I think we have a pretty we can make an educated guess but you right. shouldn't leave those things to uh the imagination that, that but is, so that would be preferred division eight and up there's now a core gearbox that's also part of rewards and you only get that for winning okay. uh the winning the match um they've also added relic one through seven materials or uh salvage for divisions 13 and up, you only get those if you win. You don't get them if you lose. Okay. Uh, Arrow mags, which are the Relic 8 material that you get out of uh, the Rancor challenge, they have been added to uh, Territory War rewards. You will get, if you are Division 18 or higher, which is whether you win or lose. What's well, notes? Division 16. Oh, you said win or lose. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, Division 18, which is 280 mil. Yeah, from Division 18 up, you automatically get at least one um, one arrow mag. Uh, some of them are two, some of them are three for wins. And then Division 16 and 17, you can also get arrow mags, but only if you win. So, a lot of arrow mags added to Territory Rewards. I like it. And then finally, the Relic 9 material, which starts at Division 19 or 300 million. Uh, doesn't mean it, it doesn't have to be a 300 million guild. You have to have that much in your guild, but it just means 300 million um, 
have galactic power has joined the territory war. And from there, what is going on? First order Wookiee with another 10 gifted. And then another Damn. after that. What is that? 16 in the last? You're a good dude, Wookiee. I appreciate you. Hell yeah. Thank you very much, buddy. That's crazy. You're awesome, man. Appreciate that. Love the gifted subs. Uh, Relic 9. So it's from Division 19 up. One one for a win on 19, none for a loss if 300 million. So basically to get any guaranteed Relic 9 material, 320 million people, galactic power of guild members combined have to join the territory war. Then win or lose, you will get a Relic 9 material. The most you can get is five for a win at the highest division. Um, and that's basically what it boils down to. And what was it? Uh, it takes... Does it take 20 or 30 to get Relic 9? Uh, I can't remember. I'm going to bring it up. 20. Now, but it's 20? 20? Okay, yeah. yeah. So It's 20 for both the new pieces. The, uh, yeah. the one that you have to salvage, which is absolute hell, and then the other. Uh, yeah, so the, the craziest part is, uh, if you think about it, for division twenty, or that's our division, right? Are you where we're usually ending up? Division twenty. Shit, I don't know. I thought I'm we're. Look. I thought I think we're three forty something. I'm gonna look. I could be completely wrong. Kind of depends on how many people we have. Obviously, we're at three hundred sixty-one oh, million wow. total. Uh, we're, so we're hiding. I thought. Depending on what we joins, I guess so my main point here is. Two territory wars, four territory wars a month. Let's say you win all of them at uh, three forty. That's three. It's gonna take yeah. you about a month and a half to get one relic enough for one relic nine without buying. Damn. No. That's that's a slog, man. That is. Uh, yeah, that's a long time. So what, I guess, um, well, let, let's go ahead and finish talking about th- these changes until we talk about Relic 9 stuff. But yeah, that's that's a long time. So. Yeah, it'll take a while. Now, something that I didn't put in the notes and I haven't, uh, I didn't really do any of the maths on this. Do you, what are the... How big or small are the gains from going relegate relic nine? Are they even something that you would ever have to worry about rushing? Because I feel like I've heard that they're not huge and rushing no. these things are not important. No, but that's not to say that they're not. I mean, pretty significant boosts. I mean, it's a pretty fat difference. So let's, for example, I'm going to go to my. Con- uh, General Kenobi by going from Relic 8 to Relic 9 uh, so the first number I'm going to say is the additional that he's got up to Relic 8 and then I'll tell you what he gets at Relic 9 so the difference between those two will be the increase from Relic 8 to Relic 9 mm-hmm. uh, so health at Relic 8 22,600, 35,000, almost 900 
at relic nine. So that's a pretty that's a fat increase. Um, protection yeah, for health, that's massive. Protection's like even a- crazier. It's over a twenty thousand boost on protection. Thirteen thousand two hundred to thirty three thousand four hundred. And so the one thing that I am curious about is they've had these numbers kind of fixed. The, the new breakdown in the relic stuff doesn't show you what portion of that protection is coming as a base stat increase versus a mastery stat increase. And whenever you're talking about characters that have stacking mastery, that kind of matters on some of that decision-making because protection is part of his relic. So uh, I'm not exactly sure how how much that's going to affect him whenever he's in a team that has like stacking mastery or increasing mastery or anything like that. Um, Mm -hmm. His armor goes from 5.7% to 6.2%. So that's, I mean, like a 9% increase, just under that 8.8 or something uh, percent increase uh, in in armor. So uh, he's getting some significant boost there going from Relic 8 to Relic 9, specifically in the you know, the protection category especially is just crazy. Um, Survivability, that's massive in this game. And, and it seems like that's really what they're wanting to add with this is a lot more survivability. Um, well, think about that paired with uh, these defense so, changes we keep they keep talking about as well. Uh, that even more uh, survivability added through Another that. thing, General Anakin Skywalker. So, up through Relic 8, he gains zero protection. By going from Relic 8 to Relic 9, he will gain an additional 6,000 protection. So, that is something to absolutely consider, like on a 501st squad with General Anakin Skywalker, he's going to begin pretty significant amounts of protection increase. So, it looks like everyone is getting some level of protection increase. The Saucy Kitty gets 6,000. Let's go check. You know what? Try and go through some of my Relic 8 characters and see how much they're gaining. Uh, Piet, he gains 9,000 protection. Uh, like 9,000 health. Wow. Some of these characters gain gain quite a bit. Um, 9,000 for Padme on the protection. When we get back to, when we finish territory war changes and we start talking a little bit, a little bit more about the relic nine changes, I want to bring up uh, Swagaga and see what people have relic nine right now. Ooh, okay, It'd be interesting. I think because I, like I think I think for sure Jimmel's is the number one consensus, and I know a lot of times people are influenced by content creators and i know for sure that uh arnold that is the biggest one he's been preaching about lately jamels really yeah so really i haven't looked into what's in it that is the one i saw all over twitter like three or four days ago so he i mean his armor boost is pretty nice percentage wise other than that 
No. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. My gemmals is Relic 7. Okay. That explains why it doesn't look very significant. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check and see if there's a way I can see those exact uh, increases. I feel so. like... So Mary J says, Jedi Master Luke, Malik, and crew are her top three. Um, I th- think probably a super good one. I was yeah, trying to remember the second one because I know it's Jimmel's and another one that I've been reading on Twitter. And I think it was Malik, to be honest. So, thick, I'm a dude. <laughs> Sorry, Mary J. <laughs> Look what at a, the spelling, man. Look at me. Look at me. Doing that thing uh, that I shouldn't be doing. I'm sorry, dude. Um, My bad, man. My bad. So, yeah, Gemmels gets 20,000 protection and 12,000 health increase. That's nice. No. Yeah. Um... Going back to the territory war changes real fast. Uh, the rewards were changed. We talked about that. Uh, matchmaking was the other big change. They are they have made it more accurate power calculations, which basically they've found a way to account for sandbagging, which is huge considering that's the biggest thing that makes people not want to play. I am a lot of the sandbagging. time. <laughs> yeah, well, if we're the one that we're benefiting from it for sure. I hate coming up against people that are sandbagging and are just destroy you. Um, so to make that matchmaking a little more fair, putting sandbaggers against sandbaggers, that'll be uh, yeah. beneficial for sure. And then uh, the other thing that I thought was interesting, and I've seen in a lot of other games, um, most first-person shooters, um, games like this, all kinds of games, lost, uh, lost streaks are taken into account. Uh, a lot of times when you are play a first-person shooter or other things and you lose three or four straight games, they put you into a lower bracket as far because as Gilo goes. Because you suck to build you up a little bit, you know? I'm so kidding, sort of. There's now less. there's now uh, lost streaks taken into account, so that will be helpful. Um, and then cross-division matches are possible to try to help ease the... Uh, I always remember... For a long time, when Territory War came out, people would try their best to just stay at the top of the division. Um, I think that they're trying to get rid of that so people aren't just trying to stay there. Cross-division matches are now possible. Uh, the number of defenses is based on the lower division's guild. Prize pool is determined by the guild's division. So if you win and you're division 8, you get division 8 rewards. If you win and you're division 7... You get uh, Division 7 rewards, but you can go across division now. And Drizzy, Drizzy is back with the five more gifted. Damn. Appreciate that, man. You guys are going crazy tonight. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. And we got that one, that guy, Windkiller Inc. is now subbed. What is this madness? What? <laughs> wow. Amazing. Yeah. That guy. Cool. cool. Um, Thank you, Drizzy. Yes, appreciate you. You're awesome. Yeah, so cross-division matches are now possible. So it'll be interesting. Uh, okay, so we're talking uh, about Territory really War. change. And we can get back into... 
what I like about this change. What I like so far, tell me if I'm wrong because I didn't get to log in just before the end of our last territory war. But what I liked about at least the first one is that we won. No one's clearing. It's not a race to clear at this point. It's a race yep. to get the most points. It's it's far more GAC esque in a way. Um, even though at kind of like the level I'm at, you pretty much always get clears. But every now and then you may not. It's but it is more about efficiency and um. But you still have to be efficient enough to clear. And I kind of like that about the Territory War is there's going to be some balance finding as far as how strong a defense should you go versus how strong of offense you should go and how your guild likes to play. Like if people see a bunch of GLs on defense and are like, well, F it because I set all mine on defense, you know, it may kill kill the vibe in your guild. So you might be better off not saying GLs on defense. That way people can go through and smash other GLs with their GLs. And if that's the case, then, you, you know, you just have to figure things out for your own guild and how to approach that, which I think having that is a really good idea because there were not enough teams before. For, given the Galactic Power number of teams that everybody has, it wasn't enough. And I think uh, 37? Uh, oh, God. I think it was Yawn. a lot. When I um, saw it, because we went for 21. It was a lot. Was it 21? 30, 31? 25. 30, 37. Talking about before how many the squads, changes? Before the changes, 25, I believe. Yeah. When I saw the number, I was like, okay. I was very this surprised. Is, this is going to get interesting. And it did not disappoint because what I saw between the two territory wars, um, we split ours was 1-1. But... Uh, what I saw between the two of them was it did not boil down to a race to clear the board. It boiled down to being efficient and uh, getting the most points over time. And I like that a lot better than this just race to clear the board thing. Right. So that is one that is a massive good change for me because I feel like a lot of people would log into the game in the old way, see that we someone was if you got cleared early or you cleared someone early, you you saw the participation drop off, right? But n- now you can. There's always still a chance to win, um, with people going in all day and clearing out different parts and pieces. So, right. I like these changes. I still yep. wish that there had been some type of extra thing added to it to make it a little more engaging. But it, it was it was a good change. I just. I am totally this, okay with this. This was the first Territory War I actually decided to join in forever. Partly because Guaranteed R9 material. And I, I literally hadn't done a Territory War in months. Like, it's been a really long time. Um, and I had fun with it. It was nice. Like, I thought it was a pleasant change. You got to see some teams that you don't usually see. And I, I was a fan of the change. I really, really liked it. I agree. It is. It's a good change. Overall, complete. Now, I say that from the position of someone that is in a position in a guild that can get R9 materials. I don't know where people falling out of those top eight zones sit on the changes. But for well, they're, 361 they're... million 
Galactic Power Guild, it's it's good change I, for us. I'm gonna guess that most guilds outside of that range are gonna be way less concerned about R9. It's yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to be that significant for them. Holy cow, you have a lot of ally points. I do. I keep waiting to use them until you I sign up. You have an insane amount of ally points. I'm still waiting for that hotbot to, to sign up for the hotbot so that it does it all instantly, and I haven't done it yet. So oh. now I'm back from vacation, and now I, if I can nice. just remember, I'm going to sign up for hotbot and see what that's all about. Yeah. So... All right, so let's talk about this Relic 9 stuff. All right, so Relic 9 uh, requires two new materials. Droid brains, which are the ones you get out of Territory War. The Roombas. (laughs) And uh, Gerda keypads, which are crafted with gear. Uh, Which immediately made me think that they're the new impulse detector. Not available anywhere else except for you building it yourself. Yep. Zero out of ten. Do not like. Just like I don't like impulse detectors, don't like that. There has, there should be at least one place in the game to get every one of these. There will be later. <laughs> yeah. When Relic well, Ten arrives. Yeah. When you don't care as much. You know what? I had a prediction long ago that they would add different type of relic. I think they might just keep going with these relics. I think Relic 10 will be where they start adding speed. They change things up here with the armor and the protection boosts. We will see speed with a relic uh, relic material at some point. I, I'm betting Relic 10 will add like 10 speed to each character or something. Gotcha. Yeah. I'd be... Mm. I, I would almost be willing to bet dollars to donuts. W- Wookie, I thought you were gone. Ten more gifted subs. The Wookiee is back. (laughs) Stay as long as you want, I guess. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Hooking it up. Hell yeah. Appreciate it. Good to have you back, buddy. For sure. Um, Yeah, so the... I'm I'm so thrown off right now. This is crazy. Between Drizzy and First Order Wookiee, you guys are going nuts. Those are awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Um... But yeah, so new impulse detectors. Relic 8 rewards. This is the interesting one to me. I don't know why. Well, I mean, I guess I know why. But relic rewards are now being equalized across most uh, Crankor. um, This is such a good change. Most Crankor uh, tiers for rewards. So the highest... Was eleven before for rank one, two through five was ten, rank six through ten was eight, and then it just kept going down from there. Now ranks one through forty will all get seven pieces of um, arrow mags, and ranks forty-one through fifty will get three. So that total before was two hundred and twenty-one arrows for the entire guild. Now it's three hundred and ten for the entire guild. That is a huge increase. What is that, like 40% increase in the amount of arrow magnifiers per raid? That That's a big-ass bonus. That's awesome. I love it. Um, yeah, that's that's a fantastic change. Uh, makes R8 so much more accessible for a lot of these guilds. That it, well, Not necessarily guilds. This is more for 
players that fall outside that top 10. Um, if you fall outside the top 10, you know, especially in the bottom half of your guild, man, you're going to be getting so many more arrow magnifiers. So I think that's a, gr- a, a really great change. Yeah, I think overall for um, the benefit of the entire guild, this will be huge. For those of, those people that are in guilds where they're, they only joined it because they knew they were going to get number one, this kind of throws a wrench in those plans. Um, yeah. But I doubt there's a ton of those type of people. But this is good for overall uh, the overall guild progression. Yep. Almost having 100 more arrow mags given out is pretty huge. Indeed. So. All right. So. What's this next thing to talk about? Because it's All right, so big. they... This is huge. Um, they brought they brought up this new multi-phase gear update. And uh, they didn't talk about any other phases, but phase one, and just phase one in itself, is pretty huge. So, um, the first thing, daily challenge changes. Um, the, I think this is where a lot of people get this idea of what core gear is. Um, but... We'll find out what the actual, if these four are the only ones in core gear or what else is added in there. But Mark V stun guns, thank freaking everyone and their mom, um, are being added to daily challenges. Mark Eight biotech implants. Those are the uh, yellow basketballs, right? Um, I can't remember if that's the actual basketball. I believe it is. I don't think it's the other piece. Let me double check. Yeah, I can't. I believe. Actually, that might not even be it. Biotech. So implant. the implant prototype is the black basketballs. The biotech implant is the the one that's not doesn't look like a prototype. Okay, actually, hold on. The Mark Eight biotech implant is the fully crafted piece. So under that is the prototype, which are the basketballs, and then the salvage, which is the other piece. So I'm not sure which piece they're referring to. They could be talking about both. I would hope they're talking about the prototype, which are the basketballs. Well, the the prototypes are are already in daily challenges. So it would have to be the other one. Prototypes are? Yeah. Well, they're not in there enough, though. We need too damn many of them. <laughs> That's I've, always been everyone's complaint with those, because you once you start using enough of them, you can't uh, get enough of them. Yeah. But, so we, uh, I mean, we need both pieces. Yeah, so, so in the strength challenge that's going on today, Mark 8 Biotech Implant Salvage is in it. Right. Which I have 2,825 of, so I got plenty. <laughs> God dang. Um, but yeah, so they'll probably add the other piece to this because I cannot imagine that they're giving out full pieces. Um, that would be my guess. Stun cuffs. Hey, that other one that everyone hates. Why? I haven't had a problem with these recently. I think I haven't either. I've been sitting around 300 on these, but for the longest time, these were just as bad as stun guns for me. But I think they stopped adding them to characters as much as they did before. 
the Mark V droid collars, those are huge. Because that is a Rancor gear piece. It's also the piece for the finishers. Mm-hmm. So uh, the number of those that we need is insane. It's They're to the point that there's such an amazing value from the guild store that you almost have to buy them just because so many characters use them if you're going to be relicking characters. Um, boom. Right there are some for you. Yep. Um, so yeah, that would be nice to give us a more of an increase in that gear because uh, they're probably seeing people getting halted on that and that's not their prime spot for making money they want people to be able to get past those gates a little bit easier so they can go spend money on the stuff they want them spending money on uh relics relics is the money maker now everyone is like the cash cow if i'm if i know for sure i have to farm stun guns on a character that i don't want to spend a lot of time gearing i if they're not a if they weren't a galactic legend requirement i wasn't doing anything with them i have so many characters that just sit at gear one because i know that they're just going to hit a wall of stun guns at like gear eight and then i'll never they're never gonna get them yeah so like i mean if i look i don't know if i have anywhere where stun guns are needed currently but if you looked at the list of characters that need stun guns right now and their gear levels, it's out of control. And I never use those characters because their gear is so low and Relic is the rare, Relic is the level. Gear 12 can pass by. Some gear 11s can pass by. But if it's below that, odds are they're getting blown out of the water unless they're going against something that's similar gear. So they had to do this. I mean, yeah. it had to be done. And we've been waiting a long time for it. I think we talked about not this year, but the year before on our wish list for the next year is to get stun guns into challenges. So it's been a long time coming. So the other thing they're doing is they're adding more core gear to the shard shop. There's going to be a dedicated node that will always have stun guns, carbonis, cuffs, droid collars, or biotechs, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Like that that means you need to make sure you have shard shop currency because you'll probably be buying that every single time it pops up. Um I'll have plenty after I get rid of that one point five million ally points. No freaking kidding. <laughs> I, I have like seven hundred and fifty thousand. I've like half what you do. Crazy. Um Absolutely nuts. So that'll be available every refresh. Uh the, both of those things are coming in future update. The prize box expansion they already did. It was in that update from that day. Uh, something that they're going to do in the future also is increase the quantity of all gear from daily quest. So that's exciting. Daily get- will be getting a little bit more gear. Do you get gear from quests? Yes. What quests? What are we talking um, about? I'm looking at my dailies the and daily- none of them have gear in them. The only place I the- get gear in the dailies is that box at the end. Right. I assume that's what they're talking about. Or they're going to be adding pieces, like one or two pieces, into various ones. Of your, throughout you know, the daily quests? That would be cool. Right. Finisher challenges, get two stun guns or something. Yeah. the If they have the amount of Kairos we got at the end of the day, that would be sweet. Three. I mean, yeah, three is already a, a godsend. Even though it's just three, but... That's a lot of currency you spend to get five, to get three every day. It's, it's, that's good. 
Um, so we'll see exactly what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and yep. it could just be, you know, it says from the daily quest increased quantity of all gear. So it could just be, you know, that in prize box they double the gear or whatever. Either way, going to be awesome. Um, approximately double the rate of gear on PVE hard nodes with character shards. So, not a huge change there, uh, but people who, you know, there are people like Grande, for example, who have always preached farm the hard nodes. I've never been a hard node farmer guy, but, um, this will make farming them make way more sense. They're doubling the drop rate of gear on the hard nodes. This This will make them preach louder, for sure. Yes, yes. Yep. I mean, it's it's going to make it to the point where you may want to start farming hard nodes instead of regular energy if you can, just because of the extra bonuses that you'll get for doing so. Um Those are all pretty huge. Those are that is a good phase 1, if I must say. Yes. So. Now the only the only problem I have or fear I have, I should say, is that this new level, they're going to add a new... Instead of just adding these into the daily challenges, they're going to add another level to the daily challenge that requires just some god-awful gear level to unlock it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Possible. That, that would not help your gear problem. <laughs> no, I, I think they're going to do this. I think they're going to make it pretty easy and... Uh, like I said, there's incentive for them to make it easier to get through these gates. For sure. So, faux show. So that's good. Um, all right. Anything else about phase one of the, uh, the gear, gear stuff? So nothing for all players, but they also added a catch up for new to mid players, uh, update as well, which actually helps us. It, 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 I got questions about some of their wordings on on this section. Um, Territory box prize changes. Gear rewards for boxes below max stars will be increased. Max box is staying the same. Targeted at mid-level players who are competing in territory battles but are unable to reach the top prize. So, So this is my question. 360 million... Uh, Galactic Power Guild. We are not getting max in either territory battle. Are we being called mid-tier players? No, I think it's going to be progressive. Like you'll get more significant boosts at the bottom, and then it'll slowly work no, up to being better and better. I agree with that. I'm just talking about their worse wording, saying that if you're not completing. Genosha's territory battle stars. You're a new to mid level player. No, that makes no, no damn sense. It's it's targeted at mid level players. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I just was looking at uh, that like. So the only hot, so, high level so players this, are whales. What? So this does say territory battles, but uh, whenever I first read this, I I thought they were talking. Oh wait, no, there is something with galactic challenges. Never mind, never mind. That's okay. They got territory battles and galactic challenges, which is the next section. Yeah, I didn't see that. So yeah, the TB stuff, interesting. 
Um, th- this could be um, this could be one of those things where it's much more significant for the Hoth territory battle rather than the Ge- Geonosis territory battle also. Um, you know, that's possible. It could be but what? Say that again? Much more significant for the Hoth territory battle than the Geonosis territory battle. Possibly. Uh, that would play into the new new to mid part of that. Um, I feel like... We'll see. I feel like it's it's definitely geared toward Geonosis only in the fact that there are plenty yeah. of guilds getting nowhere close to that final right. box in the light side well, territory battle. And, and it does say targeted at mid-level players. Mid-level. So, you know, I, like, our guild is kind of in, like, the top tier of guilds for territory battle. We're not going to be considered mid-tier. Like, if you're getting... 15 stars on the light side geo territory battle. How many like did we get that, last time? 25, 20, 26? Oh, 24, 25. I don't remember. Something like that. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I see what you're saying for sure. Um, all right. So galactic challenge prizes. Uh, they're basically changing everything below the max box. Uh, not, not really making much of change at the max box. They say approximately the same, which means it probably not going to change, but, uh, it won't be a steep of an increase on, on those rewards. It'll be a little bit more flat. So that's good for people who don't get quite that top box. Which is hilarious to me that that's the why reason the last two weeks I've been going so hard after that top box just because the rewards are so, the drop offs are so steep as far as uh, relic material, or not relic, uh, mod salvage, mod salvage. What is the word I'm looking for? Yeah, mod, yeah, mod salvage. Yeah, the rewards are so different there. So, right. but that'll be nice because there's a lot of terror. There's a lot of them where I'm like. I could do this, but I don't have the characters for that 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 uh, the team focused one. So I'll go down like three yeah. or four tiers, finish the team one, go back to the top, finish all the rest of them, and see where the chips land. So I, I want to know where our seven dot mods are. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> well, didn't we see a picture of that by accident one time on a stream or on a video? Uh. I remember seeing the R9 Kenobi not too long ago. I don't remember seeing seven dot mods. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of is the R9 thing. I don't remember a leak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The R9 thing was leaked. Um, yeah, I want, I, I'm ready for seven dot mods. I love mods. Nobody listening to me ramble right now is surprised by the fact that I think that. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what the, uh, the introduction of, um, the mod salvage material has made mods I didn't like it when it came out but it has made it a lot more fun with mods it makes you look really closely at the mods you keep at the mods you buy and their stats um, that's true sell make room for other ones don't keep crap just keep looking and then the thrill of uh, the, the slot machine when you 
Oh Play yeah, it. gotta love the slot machine. Next next week we'll have to do some slot machine because I have a lot of relic material. So, or I blew mod mine material this week. I didn't even think about it. I was like, "Ooh, I want to slice stuff," and I started slicing stuff. My bad. <laughs> it I'll happens. Save up till next week. Um. All right. Yeah. So that's phase one. October road ahead. So we know there's a road ahead coming up. It's October seventh. So we know in this next month, probably at the end of the month. We're getting a road ahead. They've said it. Um, can't wait for that. We'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they put in there because I got, I need to see some stuff. You know what I mean? So, um, indeed. But October road ahead. We'll discuss phase one in more detail, and the next phase, phase two of their gear apocalypse, will be announced in the near future. So Novemberish, maybe part of their. Uh, the anniversary is coming up in November. What is that? November 24th, I believe. So, Ooh, good point. We shall cool. see what's going on there. We shall see. Um, all right, guys. Uh, we're streaming on Twitch. And um, I'll tell you what. You know what these blue microphones would pick up really well? Uh, red buttons. Oh, well, that too. <laughs> I was going to say the, the new trend, but... I'm not that gross, so I'm not going to do the new Twitch thing that I didn't know was a thing until like right before we started. Oh, you podcasting? This? I'm not going to do it. Please, please. I ref- oh no, actually, please do. That would be hilarious. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing. Yeah. It. I'm not licking my microphone. So, yeah, apparently that's a thing now. So, um. It's been a while. It's if been around a while. If you're into licking microphones, get yourself a freaking blue microphone because it'll sound awesome. Not only will it sound sounds awesome, and they everything, taste it'll be great. Great. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Doubt. I wouldn't know. I don't lick my microphone, but no. Not when the camera's on. Good lord. What kind <laughs> of animals do you think we are? <laughs> um. So blue makes absolutely amazing products, whether it is the Yeti X, which is a pretty badass microphone, or the beautiful Spark SL, which uh, GMP and I both use. It is an XLR-powered mic, so a little bit different than the USB plug-and-play, but I highly suggest the Yeti for just about everybody if you need a microphone, because it's absolutely amazing. It's literally plug-and-play. The blue software that goes with it is phenomenal. It's just... It's really, really spectacular for the price. Uh, absolutely kick-ass equipment all the way across the board. Um, so go get some, go get some blue products if you need them. There's a uh, affiliate link in the description if you decide to go buy something. We'd appreciate if you'd use our link. If you don't use our link, that's totally fine. Just go and get a really awesome uh, product from wherever you buy awesome products from. I would like to point this out, and we don't talk about it that often because we always mention the Yeti, the Yeti Nano, the Yeti X, talk about our Sparks, the really high-end microphones. A lot of you out there, you go to their website and you see some of the prices and you're like, that is a really good microphone, but I don't have that type of money. I would like to point this out. The Yeti, or the, uh, the Blue Microphone Snowball, there's two options. There's a $40 option and there's a $60 option. If you are looking for a okay. economical microphone that's not the Yeti Nano, the Snowball, amazing. Never heard a bad thing about it. Everyone that I've nope. ever talked to that has had one has been able to use it for five years and never had a problem. It is a great microphone for a very good price. Um, 
I'm just saying, I know sometimes hearing us talk about blue microphones can be uh, one of those things where you're like, well, I'm not a content creator and I don't want to spend that kind of money. But they have microphones for everyone. And I'll tell you what, my brother bought a snowball uh, when the all of the work from home stuff started for his meetings. And yep. almost every time I talk to him, he talks about how good his snowball, he, how much he loves his snowballs. So. Yeah. Um, just throwing that out there. If you're looking for a don't, mic, don't get it some... too hot or it'll melt. Yes. That is the one great... thing you got to look out for with the snowball. But yeah. Um, there's a, they, they got you covered, whatever you're looking for on uh, bluemike.com. So, indeed. Check it out. All right. Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. By the way, before we go into this, I just want to point this out. Uh, the Yeti X released with a World of Warcraft version that in the software yes. had like orc, gnome, and all these types of sounds for uh, to make you change your voice modulation to sound like those yeah. things with through their microphone. I really, I, I need to talk to our blue rep and see uh, when they're adding Star Wars uh Star Wars sounders. Ooh, that would be awesome. <laughs> How sick would that give me, be? Give me a Darth Vader thing on my mic. That would be so How much fun. How freaking sick would that be? Check yeah, new sounders. Awesome. Put that in the new intro that I always oh forget Oh my God, today. yes. Yes. <laughs> be awesome. All right, anyways. Game updates. Uh, there anyway. were two updates in the last two weeks since we Ooh. had our last podcast. Okay. Uh, there was a 929 update, which was the one that introduced... Uh, Territory War updates and Relic 9. Um, the only other thing I remember seeing in there was Darth Maul's character got a model touch-up, which if you looked at it, looks really good. Way better than the launch Darth Maul that was in the game. Um, Not saying much. <laughs> yeah. At least they at really least do a fantastic twice job on pixels. all of these model updates. I mean, like every character that they have updated the model of looks like a billion times better i will like to throw this one back at you with this ray scavenger picture here giant forehead ray the actual ray model (laughs) looks good like like the model looks awesome but this here this one right here not great (laughs) i'm gonna start calling her good night ray oh well i don't have a hairline so i I won't be offended (laughs) But if I did, it would be about where hers is. So, yes. Uh, uh, I cracked myself up. That's I, uh, funny. I, I want my feelings to be hurt, but I'm just going to choose not to care so much. Um, but yeah, I'm with you, man. A lot of these uh, these updates have been really awesome. Um, I'm going to bring up the Darth Maul one real quick. Uh. I'm still laughing about that. I'm yeah. a terrible person. Yeah. Um, Just keep going. I won't. I won't get mad at all. Like I said. Uh, <laughs> um, so his his picture actually looks good, but man, look at that face. The new one. It, it, so many more yeah. pixels. It actually looks intimidating. As he looks really to what good. It was. So. Yep. There's that. I imagine it was a lot easier to update his model after you just made the new actual mall one. 
and they just kind of used that and changed it a little bit. So that was good. But the the other thing that was weird in this update, I didn't even write it in the notes here. They added new fidget animations for R2-D2 and uh, Emperor Palpatine. I don't know what they are, so but... I, Yeah, I have not noticed. So, while we are um, on the stream, I am going to go into my phone and see if I can figure out what they're talking about exactly. And I will report back. What were the characters? Uh, Emperor Palpatine and R2-D2. New fidget animations. Fidget animations. I wonder if that's just like the idol uh, yeah. standing by. I can't. I can't figure. I couldn't figure out, or I did. Maybe I just didn't read it close enough. Whether that was on the character screen or in game. So. SD Joe gifting a sub tonight, paying it forward. Appreciate oh, you, man. I can't. I can't tell for sure. Um. I think R2 probably moves his head around a little bit more. Yeah. And Emperor Palpatine's maybe a little bit more animated in general. Oh, he's, uh, he's, I don't know if you saw my screen just now. Oh, that was cool. Did you see the lightning thing he just did? So maybe that's part of the new animation, fidget animations? I don't know. Oh, yeah. R2-D2 rocks back and forth. Do you, Does anybody remember the, uh, <laughs> the Cubs fan Han video about the new all the, the only content in the game was spinning the characters. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I remember that was a thing hilarious. for a while. Just here spinning this character. Anyways, don't know why. I mean, that was the case for a long time. Big deal says also look up about Swaga losing its senior producer. Really interesting. What position did Carrie have when she was here? And what was her I point? thought she was senior producer. Because I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Uh, because I play, I think of you've been thinking about this a lot. Only because I I play Destiny. It's my one of my favorite okay. my favorite game. And Carrie I, is I, a yeah. uh, game dev for Bungie. So works. Indeed. She went from the one uh, one game I love to the other game I love. Right. And so I see her tweets all the time talking about whatever. And I think about to myself, when Carrie was here, a lot of talking. Her replacement, I think, talked once when he started and you never... I don't even know his name anymore. I don't know who he is. Yeah. You know? That, that is one thing I do greatly miss about Carrie. While may have not always agreed about the way she handled things, she was open. She would communicate. And, you know, the fact that people didn't always agree and she probably got some backlash probably why they wanted someone to kind of quit doing that quite as much but I mean I, I was a big fan of all that communication we were getting and she went on podcasts kind of she bit... went on with some content creators I mean she was out there doing things she was didn't always yeah. love what she said which is fine you're not always going to love what even the devs going on podcasts and YouTube videos are saying anyway but she was putting herself out there, and I just was thinking about how I don't mark something. I mean, even the people in chat, at least they knew his first name, but we don't know anything about this guy. And apparently he's gone, so I'm curious to see if... I need to go look, I need to go look this up, because I'm curious what's going to happen with that. It'll be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Um, 
So anyway, uh, moving back to L updates. Um, October seventh, there was an update. So the saucy kitty meow. Uh, she's had her shards uh, added to light side hard nodes as bonus drops. Uh, Interesting enough. Starting on ten twenty three, and I've been. We were informed in chat earlier that that's after the next conquest, the next one even. Um, I unlocked. The, I unlocked this one. A lot of people unlocked the last one. Uh, all the people that got the 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 inboxes every time unlocked it the, the what the second or third one. So a lot of people have cat unlocked. Um, if that was their sole focus, buying shards on Jawa nodes and going for the box to get her. Most people are going to have her unlocked. I think this is awesome for those people that are, you know, let's say 25 shards off from unlock. I think in a couple days you can get 25 shards if you decide to spend the energy and that is a priority for you to unlock her. Well, if this is after the next conquest, then that would mean... That they are probably moving her entirely out of conquest by making her bonus drops, and then she'll be going somewhere else. I don't know that she'll go because... somewhere else because Razorcrest hasn't gone anywhere else. But they did yeah, take maybe I, they might yeah. be getting close to announcing the character for after Maul because they right. did do the, the 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 bundle them in threes basically three conquests to unlock character, and they did do the. Um, they did the bonus drops with Razorcrest at one point. So they did a galactic right. chase, but they can't really do a galactic chase with a character. So this is kind of that uh, as a thing. Kind of, this is, yep. they're doing an event basically like this Geonosian thing that we didn't even mention, whatever. But uh, kind of like that where they're uh, got bonus, drop, bonus drops like the Geonosians did. Yep. It doesn't say, oh yeah, that does say light side hard notes. Which is pretty huge for most people, and I'm, it makes sense. I'm actually surprised and happy they put them on light side hard notes because so many people right now are farming the Bad Batch. And if you're like me, you're farming Bad Batch Armorer, which is a light side hard note, and Dark Trooper, light side hard note. So if I have six farms I'm doing right now on light side hard notes. So if I needed shards for her, that'd be perfect. And a lot of people are farming those nodes, so this is the perfect spot for her. Yep. Cool. Um, so the poll winner for the Galactic Chase for October was Malevolence. So from the 8th to the 14th, you'll be able to galactically chase that ship. That'll be a shipload of fun. Uh, Conquest Sector 5 feet, uh, marked for death. I don't remember exactly what that was. Add marked. Um, I think that's the one, one that was bugged. Like, marked. The one that was bugged and some characters couldn't yeah. and didn't count towards it. If you use the right squad, it's pretty easy. You can knock it out in one battle, actually. I uh, can't remember who in our guild told me how to do that, but uh, I guess no point in going over that now. But it's been removed. It's been replaced with one by one. A new feed. Ooh. Don't know what that one is. be interesting. Ho- hopefully that one doesn't stink. You know what? I hate stinky feats. That's not part of your feet fetish? No. No, I don't have a... <laughs> I don't have a feet fetish. Do you know what that one makes me think of? Is there a Imperial Trooper one already in the game? No idea. A feat for Imperial Troopers in Conquest? No idea. We just had a Conquest. You don't remember if you had a con- 
That makes me think of uh, what part of knows hard hard to understand. The part that you have Imperial Troopers, so I'd assume if you were using them to do a feat, you would remember. I used them to do feats, but I don't know if they were required for feats. So there was like the Empire feat. I alternate between them and like an Empire squad, like Vader, Vader lead versus and Imperial Troopers to kind of alternate back and forth, keep stamina up and do a feat. But I don't, as far as actual Imperial Trooper one. So, because I have, I know I have there was three thoughts in on earlier conquests, but I'm not sure about now. I have three thoughts on a one by one name on a feat. Okay, I believe one of Dark Troopers' abilities is named one by one, right, or something similar. No idea. Let me go bring him up, just because I'm curious. Because uh, isn't one by is one by one a Foo Fighters album? I don't know if it's a Foo. It might be. I know there's a song. One by one, number two by one, something never comes. Yeah. I released in all my life. Yeah, that's all my life. That's it. Um, Dark I Trooper was, that was the name of that album, though. No, is this Perfect Soldiers? Maybe it's B One. I'm thinking. Yeah, of. that's the name of that album. One by one. I love the Foo Fighters. They're amazing. Maybe it's a maybe it's a separatist feat. I know there's someone with a. Huh. I thought B1 Battle Droid had one. I thought a character had a one by one. Anyways, hey, I'm thinking. Crumb. I think it's. Raiding with a party of 22. What? Good to see you here, Crumb. What? Hello, sir. Crumb and company. Crumb and friends. Good to see you. Love it. Um. Yeah, so one by one makes me think either Imperial Troopers. Does Death Trooper do a, his, a special uh, debuff? I haven't read his kit in a while. Um, uh, he so he does death mark. He does daze. He does stun, and he increases cooldowns with the AOE. One by one is a forty marked feat, isn't it? Uh, it's they just got rid rid of marked for death, which I thought was the forty marked feat, and replaced it with one by one, and it said it was a new feat. So we're trying to guess as to what this new well, feat might be. It, that could be why they didn't tell us what it is because it's already been in the game for. If it is the uh, 40 marked feet, then that would make sense. What is the mark for death? Oh, that was death mark. Yes. This whole. Oh, okay. You know what? I don't know why mark for death was making me think of marked, not death mark. That makes a lot more sense. You guys are right. You got it. Yes. Two different. Two different things. Yep, 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 yep. I think you're right. So that's probably good call. Thank you. Um, nice catch, uh, Rockerin. Hope I got your name right, Rockerin Mazel. The um, last thing from the update today, actually, this morning, uh, Phoenix Shand marquee event started today. Last two days. Uh, good news for everyone that's a fan of the show. I will not miss this marquee event like I did tech. I uh, I did it earlier this morning. So I look at you. So, someone holy cow! Someone tagged me in Discord and uh, reminded me. They're like, you have two days, and so I Wise. just immediately went in and did it. So I had no shot of do, pulling yep. a tech. So freaking get on it, man! Yeah, it's interesting. Let me see. I'm kind of curious if my uh, if my tech has caught up to the other Bad Batch yet. 
I keep multi-clicking here. What are you doing? Um, so you, where's your bad bad? So Tex here, 21 out of 65, 30 out of 65 for record. Oh, here's Echo. Sorry, yeah. Echo is the one I'm talking about. So yeah, he's, he's uh, still a what? little far behind. 45 behind. Yeah. No. So I'm making up the space, you know, sometimes it happens. Sometimes one time it happened. I missed a marquee event. Okay. Twice. Twice. Listen, we're not going to talk about the first one. Three times. Because that got erased during the Game Changer era. Oh, that's that's true. <laughs> that didn't happen. We, we don't talk okay. about that. We won't talk. All right. All right. All right. Um, first roll of Fight Club. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Phoenix Shun has been added to the game, which is pretty exciting. Um, really wasn't expecting a Mandalorian character this soon. I was kind of thinking, you well. Know, Pause. Also, a book of Boba character, which comes out. Well, that's what I was about months. to get into. Okay, well, sorry. But still, ignore me. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I'm kind of surprised that they're releasing these characters as soon. This, the only thing it could make me think is there's a reason. And with, Journey like Boba, said, book of Boba, Journey Boba, what? St- st- Starting end of December, I believe. How long does it take to get through a marquee to get it farmable? Six weeks or so. Come farmable beginning of December. Give you some time to farm up some shards before she's required for seven star for something. I could see it. I I think that's about the only thing that would make sense on the timing of Finnick versus waiting until the show starts to start releasing these characters is the, okay. they want to get this character in game so that she's there for when the big the big bad gets introduced whoever that may be I, hopefully, I, hopefully Grogu hopefully Grogu I just made I'm, myself smile really big for one, one okay. thing because I'm thinking if what? they're making a character if they're going to release some type of event character based on Book of Boba I would guess they'd make three or four characters, marquee characters between now and then. And some characters that are already in the game, right? Now, the teaser at the end of Mandalorian Season 2 was where? It's been a while. Killed Bib Fortuna in Jabba's Palace, right? Oh, that's Took right. Took the throne. Yeah. What character in game is from Jabba's palace? In game from Jabba's palace. Oh. Who? Gamorian guard. Oh God. (laughs) So, if Gamorian guard was needed for anything, I would be ready. And that makes me smile. My, okay, my so, Relic 4 Gamguard might... Any inkling of that Relic 4 Gamguard I have being good for anything makes me smile. I don't think that's a terrible guess. I actually think you... There's a chance you could be on to something. This could also be the opportunity. I don't... The Book of Boba, I don't know what era it's starting in. Like, how early it's going to kind of give us Boba's story and stuff. Like, I don't know. Damn it, they need to get Jabba in the game. 
Jabba has to come to the game. Well, Bib Fortuna was and, massive and was sitting on the throne that Jabba held. So this is after Mandalorian season two. Unless Bib jumped on a treadmill and this was for a sequel material, and Bobo and Jabba was just out somewhere doing something, but I I don't see that. So yeah, no, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Also. I, I want Other th- Java. We 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 have to get Java in the game at some point. Yeah, for sure. That's my only point. I I feel like this could be an opportunity. I, I still feel like he should take up two two slots, and I think he should take. I think it should be a summon slot. There's you should always have to put him in that one spot in your team that puts him right next yes. to the summon slot. So Boba sits there and in the summon slot. I think that'd be freaking awesome. Java, you mean? Java. What I say? Uh, Boba. Boba. Yeah, Java. Uh, God, why, why am I drawing a blank on his name? Uh, little guy's always with him. Um, uh, Salacious Crumb. SB. Salacious Crumb. I don't know if it's SB. Duh. Yeah, SB Crumb. Duh. Got him. <laughs> Moron. He just showed um, up, man. I was about to start laughing hysterically like Crumb. Isn't uh, that still in our intro? Across, but. Where like I introduce my name, yeah, I think, or I your think name, so. and it's yeah. get Jabba, and then the <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly, yeah. Um, all right, so Finnick Shund, yeah, let's let's it's okay. I want you to go over this kit because I, when I read it, I thought this is almost this is literally a wink character. Ooh, interesting. Have you read it? So I read the kit. I, I have, but I read it. I didn't process it. Dude. So when, once you read it again, you'll understand why I think that. And because from the dev insights, when I read those, I'm like, this is the perfect character for Wink as far as GAC goes. Okay. All right. Interesting. So, so she's, of course, Phoenix Sean. She's dark side. She is an attacker. She's a bounty hunter and a scoundrel. Lethal bounty hunter capable of taking on the most dangerous foes. All right. Abilities. Basic. Crushing strike. No physical damage target enemy five times. If the target has no protection, this ability deals 50% more damage. If it's Fennec Sean's turn and she has seasoned veteran, Fennec gains offense up for one turn. Seasoned veteran. Fennec can ignore taunt. And gains additional effects based on her abilities. So look at okay, this is pretty solid. I want uh, you're a smart guy. Um, Arguable. <laughs> def- well, listen, I'm always I'm always, I'm the one that always gives out the, uh, the 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 polite comments. So I, I'm just gonna say you're the smart guy. And uh, okay, <laughs> look who the leader ability leader is there before uh, Sean. Okay. Kabam. Uh, now, this special damage, or her basic, does special damage five times on basic. Can you figure out yes. why that's important under him? I probably can. Probably? Yeah. All right. So, if you're familiar with the BAM kit... Each time somebody does damage to an enemy, he gains whistling birds if he's already in formation. 
So this is one of those where her using a basic uh, while he's in stance would be very beneficial in getting him up to the 20 whistling birds. Yes, sir. That's it. So it's not necessarily... This is an attack that's probably not necessarily about the damage. It's simply about the attacks that it can do. So I just want to point out, for a long time, we've been looking for someone to supercharge Bam. She might be the person. Because that's pretty huge. Possible. Yeah. No, no doubt. The very I mean, there's least some good options very for Bam. beneficial for him. Whereas yes. it's hard and, to find very beneficial for him. Well, whereas right now, Bam's a turn order type squad. Uh, where you kind of set the squad up and then you can get to 15, 20 whistling birds pretty easily, actually, if you set the team up properly. But you still end up with this little gap where things can go a little wonky and stuff. But it, it, it does work pretty well. She would fit in a squad that isn't based on that turn order setup. That is a little bit more random. Uh, but My type of squad. <laughs> your type of squad, exactly. But let's go ahead and go into this next ability. Because it's a pretty big factor in kind of what we're talking about there with that possible bam leader building uh special one her only special i don't miss with a t- cooldown of two so effectively she will alternate between her special and her basic very much deal physical damage to all but the weakest enemy then deal special damage to the enemy that was the weakest at the start of this attack this damage is increased by 50 percent for each other enemy damage during this ability if this ability damages sorry if this ability deals damage, the selected target is inflicted with armor shred and all dark side scoundrel allies gain overconfident for two turns if they do not have it, which cannot be copied or resisted. If all dark side scoundrel allies already have overconfident, instead all scoundrel allies gain overconfident for two turns, which can be copied or resisted instead. Um, if Fennec has seasoned veteran, this attack can't be evaded and inflicts an additional stack of armor shred. The overconfident, uh, status effect is minus 20% defense, but 50% offense, 10% speed, and 15% evasion. So, can you, what I really like about this is kind of like what we're talking about. She deals multiple damage. It'll stack the whistling birds. But the other really big thing is overconfident. Um, if all... So, she's going to gain overconfident. Uh, then, if all dark side allies already have overconfident... That's already. So, I guess this would be on subsequent turns. Uh... Yeah, basically all scoundrels turns from this from the first time she uses it. Right. So after that, all scoundrels will gain overconfident for two turns, um, which would be fifty percent offense for Bam with Whistling Birds would be nasty. Oh, for sure. Like that. That is that. That's some pretty gnarly stuff. Um. Plus the speed boost and evasion. This so, is one of the few. This is only the, what, I believe, second way. I think speed up is the only other way that increases speed on a percentage basis. 
Um, everything else in this game that does speed is a flat speed, so overconfident is only going to be the second status effect that does a percentage speed increase, if I recall correctly. I want to talk about uh, overconfident for a minute. Okay. Um, it's a debuff. Not a locked debuff, nothing like that. It's just a debuff that she gives. So... First thing I want to ask is, debuffs. Can- it is a debuff. Yes, debuffs cannot be copied. So why is that listed in the ability? Are you sure it's a debuff? Yeah, in the I did the marquee event. Uh, you can cleanse it off yourself by accident, multiple times. Really? Um, huh? Okay. But I just thought it was interesting that it cannot be copied or resisted. The resisted thing I make sense because it's a debuff. Right? Well, what is the one character that can copy debuffs? That's what I was going to ask because my brain is uh, not functioning correctly at the moment on that. Treya. Does she copy debuffs? She does. Um, she She can take debuffs and inflict them on people if they're other places. Which I assume this would probably what fall it was outside of that category. Yeah, probably where that was written for. Because I was like, why? Why would we worry about copying debuffs? That doesn't make any sense to me. That makes a little more sense to me. Um, the the other thing, which was, I had it when you were explaining. Oh gosh, let me. Anyways, I'll, I'll I'll try to remember the second thing there. There's two things with overconfident that were confusing to me. I'm gonna go look up Trey's ability real quick. Okay. Um, 100% defense. Season veteran set can be evaded and inflicts additional stack of armor shred. So on her basic, deal special damage to target enemy and daze them for two turns. Trey inflicts all debuffs on allies to target enemy for one turn. So she would copy them off her team and put them on the enemy. Correct. Okay. So that's probably where they're putting that in there just to be safe. Which makes a lot of sense. That would be my guess. Alright. That's what I was wondering because on first... What is that noise? However... However, I think you were... I think you were onto something about what you're thinking. There could be something coming. That is another way to where there, you know. where there is some sort of debuff copying and spreading mechanic. Like that would be kind of cool. There's when I was thinking about debuffs and and the weird things that go on with debuffs. There were several. The only other character I could think of that debuffs, and you wouldn't use it in a squad with her, only because she he's not a he's not a um, He's not a scoundrel or a bounty hunter. Oh, but, uh, the Prime Force says Cassian. Cassian's another one who takes debuffs and inflicts them. I do believe. Well, now we got to look that up too. Um, Savage is another one that does weird things with debuffs, taking them all off your teammates and putting them on himself. Obviously, that doesn't matter with Finnick. You wouldn't be using her with him, but that's. If someone were theorycrafting, that is one you definitely wouldn't want to put on that team. 
Yeah, for each debuff present on other enemies, inflict that debuff on the target for one turn. Good call. Oh, on enemies. Okay. So that's kind of like uh, the opposite of Treya there. Nice. Correct. I love yes. chat. You guys are awesome. You guys always indeed always hook us up. Correct our stupid. That hive mind. That the hive mind of uh, the thought collective here. It's just great. So appreciate that. Yeah. Um, it's like a whole group of Geonosians in here. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So back to Fennec's kit. Her leader ability is called Lone Fox. Final text. At the start of battle, Fennec gains plus 100% max health, max protection, defense, and offense. These numbers are reduced by 25% for each other ally present at the start of battle. When Fennec Shand is in the leader slot and not the ally slot, the following contract is active. Contract. 20 debuffs are dispelled or expire from bounty hunter or scoundrel allies. Only bounty hunter or scoundrel allies can contribute to that contract. Um, uh, reward. All bounty hunter allies have their payouts activated and all bounty hunter or scoundrel allies Gain 20% defense and over, overconfident until the end of battle, which can be copied, dispelled, or prevented. Interesting that there is a contract for scoundrels. That's interesting. Up until now, that has only been a bounty hunter thing. Yeah, that is very true. I didn't even think so that, that is that's, that's pretty cool. super cool. This leader ability like is the one lot. that makes me think she's like the ultimate uh, wink character. Yes, I totally agree. So she is built entirely to be undersized. Undersized uh, squad character. That is right up your alley. Uh-huh. And when she's... Yep. I, okay, so uh, the, the the bonus tier of the marquee event, my challenge to you, and it shouldn't be too hard. Um, I did it. I did the bonus tier with uh, her in the later slot and Django and absolutely destroyed everything. Nice. It is super fun at least from the one battle I did to under squad undersize with her. So this makes me think that she could be a beast because this is an odd leader ability. Um, in that the more characters you put on there, the worse the leader ability gets by a considerable margin. You never want to use her as the leader of a full squad. That would be worthless. Um, so it's kind kind of interesting. Yeah, it, it, this this is a classic character, kind of like a uh, um, what is that dude's name? Range Trooper or um, Fox. Very simple kit, but a very interesting kit, right? right. She's only got one special, but she has the the the, the kit is well thought thought through and it has its uh strengths and weaknesses i really like i love characters like this this is awesome to me so uh the two more things she has two unique abilities obviously a payout plus uh, plus a yawn along with another unique um her first unique is making an impression uh this is zeta ability Bennett gains plus 10% offense stacking until the end of turn whenever she gains tenacity up. This bonus is doubled if the the BAM is a living ally. When an ally loses overconfident, Finnick gains 20% turn meter. 
So that's pretty nice. She's got this mechanic where she's constantly giving out the overconfident stuff and then gaining turn meter um, when she's doing that special every other turn. Kind of dig it. Plus, the overconfident gives her the plus 10% speed. Um, well, the, the good thing there's... the good thing about this not being a locked debuff as well is that if you cleanse it from yourself or the other team takes it off of your character, that's massive right. turn meter for her. And so yep. the fact that it is not a no locked doubt. debuff plays obviously plays well, right into this oh, or it wouldn't be written there, but... Well, hold on, but... To get rid of overconfident is going to be very difficult for the other squad. I mean, there's basically Vader that can remove debuffs. Who else? Oh, there's plenty of debuff cleansers, right? No, no. Not to get rid of debuffs on the opposing squad, there's not. Oh, right, right, right. I'm thinking of cleanse to get rid of the buffs on the other squad. That is very interesting. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you could have it on your squad, of course. There's cleanses for your squad. Geospy but... is one, for sure. They can do it. There oh, are yep. a few out there. And Boba. But... It's a short list. No. Very short list. So, um, all right. Other unique is her payout. I need, I need another yawn break. Mm. Oh, We're approaching two-hour mark, so... Shouldn't be surprising. Uh, whenever Fennec Shand receives a reward from a contract, she also gains following payout. Fennec receives plus 15% crit chance, plus 25% critical damage, and season veteran until the end of battle, which cannot be copied, dispelled, or prevented. So. What does season yeah. veteran do? That was the first basic one. Fennec can't ignore time yes. and gains additional effects to her abilities. Correct. Now, and like it says, two um, her abilities, but it only really counts for the first one. So that that is the biggest question I had after reading all this is, oh, oh there it is. If she has season veteran, uh, her special can't be evaded, and if inflicts an additional stack of armor shred. Oh, okay. Why isn't it? That's weird. Highlighted. Yeah, why isn't it highlighted orange in that one? That's weird. I don't know. Should be, but that would have made it easier to see and read it. But makes sense yeah. if you read it; it's there. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of bonus. Also, sh- yeah. So, yeah, it's a really good kit. I this is an awesome character. I she was the event. I, I normally I just breeze through marquees, but I actually once I read I for once I read her kit before doing the marquee, so I was kind of paying more attention during the marquee, and I like that in the marquees now they kind of set up the battle to highlight the abilities instead of just putting enemies out there and you just click them and try them out. This actually does a very good job in marquees now of showing what the abilities can do in the right situations. So that was a pretty fun marquee. Definitely gave me a lot of interest in this character in G- 3v3 GAC, even 5v5. On the versus the right teams, this, this is going to be a very interesting character, especially with all the. I agree. Especially with all the bounty hunters, people with executor have leveled up that are not being used in bounty hunter squads, or just regular dark side uh, scoundrels. So. Yep. Know. 
Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Love it. She's a cool character. Well, I'll be excited to play with her and see what she can do later. Uh, One hundo. As for now, do you have anything else that you need to mention this week, sir? <laughs> Just the uh, the normal stuff I always mention at the end of the show. Uh, do you, you, I believe you do, uh, watch Impractical Jokers? I love Impractical Jokers. Okay. So, we're watching an episode, and I had to steal this quote, because I wanted to use it at the end of this podcast. (sighs) Live long, and may the force prosper. (laughs) It's pretty classic. I think my favorite Uh, quote from that show is, um... The one where they're at the mall trying to describe their wife and their their friends are messaging into their ear. Uh, oh, yeah. They, what, really how funny. to describe her. She's like, she has a tattoo of a Caesar salad on her arm. The leaves are all soggy. It looks like it's been left out on the counter for six days. <laughs> I cracked up. So, uh, Practical Jokers. Check it out. Show on TV. True TV. You yeah. love it. Amazing. Hilarious. Um. So yeah. Anything else? Or drive us out. Um. Join our Discord. Discord.me/slash/shatteredorder. Go check that out. We hang out in there all week long. There are a lot of different, uh, a lot of different channels in there now covering anything you want to talk about, even non-swaga stuff. So, uh, go check that out. There's a lot of fun going on there. A lot of our announcements for the podcast are go on there, as well as giveaways and all the uh, the fun stuff that we do throughout the week so go check that out you can join us on twitch for everyone that's here right now you already know for everyone listening to the podcast uh, it's always nice to see people that pop into the live stream randomly saying hey this is my first time on the live stream i've been uh, listening for the whole five years you've been doing this podcast you know i finally seeing finally yeah isn't that weird to say five years of podcasting um Crazy. But yeah, this is the first time I've jumped into the live stream. Come check us out, twitch.tv slash Shattered Order. Thank you to everybody that subbed today. Big shouts out to First Order Wookie and Drizzy for all their gift subs. SD Joe. Indeed. For you guys are awesome. You really, I feel, felt a lot of love tonight so from you guys as far as the support Absolutely. on Twitch. So I appreciate it. You guys that. are amazing. Um, there's also another way you can support us, and that's patreon.com slash shattered order. Got a lot of stuff going on there. A lot like of really it. cool stuff that you get for being a Patreon, including our sticker, wild and crazy Patreon QA sessions. Um, oh, you don't want to miss those. You don't want to miss them. And if you become a Patreon, you can listen to the old ones. And if you missed the last one, you you go check it out and you don't know why I can't find words for what happened. Um uh you don't even remember what happened. I don't. I just remember my wife Nor being mad at me and waking up yes. in the middle of the night. Um that's the way that goes. Uh, Twitter.com slash shattered order. That is our Twitter at Shattered Order. Go check that out. As well as our awesome bonfire store. You know what? I'm going to just bring this up because I never bring it up. I don't know if anyone ever even bothers going to look at it. But if you've ever seen the cool shirts we're wearing, you've ever, a lot of people out there have these shirts. They don't shrink, they last forever. You can put them in the wash and they are, it does not fade. I just want to show this to you guys. We got our awesome uh, Shattered Order Podcast official shirt. You got the Easy 60 for GAC. If you don't know what that quote is, it is kind of an inside joke, but 60 is kind of where 
you want those banners to be so if you can get them easy that's the place to be and then Indeed. finally we got the do you even mod bro shirt from a famous quote uh last time we had our buddy mcmull too on um so you got mcmull yes. and mcmull's logo there the so pod logo a lot of fun um good times good times good there times. so if you want a shirt that's durable and to support the show go check that out that is bonfire.com slash store slash shattered order wordsing um and yeah i know messed it up <laughs> anyways if you don't want to join discord if you don't want to be on twitch and you listen to the show and you want to provide feedback there are two other ways to do that you can email us at the shattered order at gmail.com or the biggest thing you can do is go to your app of choice that you listen to the podcast on and leave a review for the podcast we appreciate we love all reviews. of those uh you guys have been very kind with your reviews and the, the things that you've written in them um Absolutely. over the last five years so we appreciate all you guys and the giant um the massively good rating on the podcast at least on apple uh podcasts um yeah you guys are awesome. And you know what? In five years, I have not vape, stopped vaping very much, despite some of those reviews. Shame. So I know. I did for like three months, but it came back. So. Yeah. You need to get, get more of the cinnamon toothpicks, man. It didn't work. That's part of the problem. I started smoking cigars like daily instead of vaping. And I figured it to myself, I'm like, that's worse than vaping. So I'm not doing that anymore. Anyways. Well, cigars aren't too bad. Yeah. It was it was just the uh, the nasty taste in my mouth, the tar and all that type of stuff that I was because I was inhaling them. They weren't regular cigars. They were, uh, um, oh. God, what are those cigars? So not the cigar, not cigars. The cigars you buy at the gas C- station, like cigarellos or. Hey, God, what the? F- uh, That's what I've always heard involved. Yeah, it's those things. Anyways, appreciate you guys for listening. We will be back next week for episode 265. Uh, hopefully I will have downloaded Hotbot and can kind of talk about it because we wanted to do that for a long time. So that is my plan for this week. We'll see if I remember to get that done. But uh, Indeed. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Thanks for all the support. Thanks for all the love. Thanks for all the chatters. You guys are awesome. We appreciate you. And until next week, we will catch you on the holodecks. Later.